T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Bowerly. Tom Bowerly. On News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So, uh, talk to me about your uh, your retirement plans. Uh, and by the way, you can be in your 20s or 30s and still have retirement plans. Uh, a lot of people I know who were in law enforcement, um, they had a very strict regimen. All right, 20 years and out. Doesn't matter if I'm a detective, doesn't matter if I'm captain, doesn't matter if I'm chief. 20 years and then out. And then some people I know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of them uh, did not live very long after they retired to enjoy the pension. And then some of them just can't get enough of police work. I won't name any names, but there's a couple of guys I know who I've lost track of how many departments they've actually been with and the ranks they've held over the years. But anyway, uh, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, are you going to be younger than 62? Are you going to pull the cord at 62? Are you going to go till 65? Are you going to go till 67? And you know, there was a time I thought that uh, I would die behind the microphone. And, and that actually could technically happen, but not in an ideal world. Um, I'm thinking probably 65, maybe 62, but probably 65. I don't see 67 happening. Um, but I believe that if you're going to retire, uh, you need to have a game plan. You got to retire to something, not retire from something. Anybody want to chime in on that? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here's Don in Kenmore with a retirement horror story. Don, you're on. Hello. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. And, uh, yeah, uh, when I turned 50 years old, uh, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's the day after my 50th birthday. And uh, my only advice I can give you is pretty simple. Make sure you have a whole boatload of cash because these insurance companies will find a way to charge you for, you know, these prescriptions are just brutal. They, I, I, I had prescriptions that were like $1,000 a month. Sure, I, I I believe it. Uh, did you uh, just out of curiosity, when you were retiring, when you did, what provisions did you make for health insurance? Well, that's covered under Medicare. So you 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 went on disability because of the Parkinson's? 
Yes, correct. Okay, so you were able to get the Medicare, but the Medicare, did, as far as the supplemental parts of Medicare, what did you get the 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 the, the fancy plan or the basic plan? Well, I got a pretty good plan. It was, uh, it's very reasonable, actually. I was very surprised, but the cost of these prescription drugs, but the drugs that are under two or three, I think it is, or is it two one, the high end one. Uh, that's the problem. I mean, I was getting. And one time I had three prescriptions a month, and that was like a thousand dollars my out of pocket. So when when you when you uh, retired when you uh, went I should say when you went on disability you didn't really retire I mean you had to retire because of health you couldn't do your job with Parkinson's right right uh, roughly how much money did you have banked and and you might have thought it was going to be enough oh I had like seventy five thousand and I it's all it's all gone. Okay, you're, I'm sorry. The phone is just making too much noise. I got to let you go. Okay, how about now? Okay, just it, whatever you're doing, like that's, that's moving the phone or moving around. It's 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 not working. That's the Parkinson's. It's I took my meds and a little slow to. So uh, I'll make this real quick. So uh, okay. So, uh, I, okay, sir. I, I'm sorry. There's there's something going on that I'm I'm just not quite grabbing. I, I thank you for the call. Uh, a valiant attempt, but I, I can't. I, I'm sorry. I'm having a very a difficult time hearing you. Um, if if you have retired, when did you retire, and what did you end up doing? Did you retire from a job you hated? Or did you retire from a job you loved? I mean, if you if you hate your job, what is the point? of being 63 years old and being miserable and getting up to work at a job you can't stand. Now, it becomes a little more tricky if you actually enjoy your job, if you like what you are doing. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say, well, if you like what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. But it still represents work and ex- expenditure of effort. But uh, what what? Where, where when do you plan on retiring? Are you going to do it at sixty-two? Are you going to do it at sixty-five? At sixty-seven? And who knows what the full benefits age is going to be a few years from now with people living longer and longer? Now, uh, this is something interesting from a uh, a website: New Retirement. Early retirement, retiring at 62 or before, seems like a wonderful dream to a lot of people. You've been in the workforce for decades. You've focused on work with the goal of enjoying the rest of your life on your own terms. But is it too early to get out of the rat race? Retiring at 62 is quite a bit different from retiring later. If you're wondering whether it's the right thing for you to do, the article that is here at New Retirement is not intended to slow you down. Uh, There are 10 reasons, according to this piece, why you should go ahead and retire at the age of 62. There are 10 reasons. Um, Retire early if you want to stay healthy longer. There is no doubt that working and being active can help you stay much 
healthier much longer than sitting with your feet up. But not all work is good for you. Sometimes it's detrimental to your health. Retiring at 62 from a back-breaking job or one with a high level of stress can help you retain or regain your good health and keep it longer. Just be sure to have a plan for being mentally, socially, and physically active. Jobs are good for keeping you engaged, but not the only way. So that is, that's a very interesting point. Um, obviously, if you've got a job that's dangerous or that is backbreaking, I can see a lot of appeal to retiring at the age uh, of 62. But contrary, I don't know how many people listening have experienced this. You've seen somebody that you love. They retire when they're young, and they have all of these grandiose plans that they're going to do. They're going to travel here. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And before you know it, um, they get up in the morning, they put on their cozy sweatpants, and that's pretty much what they do all day long. So I don't see how that could possibly be healthy, which is why I keep on saying if you're going to retire, everybody that I respect anyway always says retire to something, don't retire from something. Here's another reason why you might retire at 62, according to this new retirement site. Retire at 62 if you know what else you want to do. If you have a dream you've always wanted to pursue, but you never had the time, maybe you've always wanted to grow your own food on a farm, whatever. If you have a real goal and you're passionate about it, you've got a good, if not great, reason to retire early. So if you want to do something else, retiring at 62, they say, makes sense. Retire early if you can feel secure. Having the means and having security are a bit different. You might have enough to retire on, including early Social Security, but, and this came up with our previous caller, can your finances withstand an unforeseen upheaval? And the caller uh, who just called in with uh, Parkinson's, the Parkinson's medications are extremely expensive. And $75,000 can get sucked up just immediately when you've got those kind of uh, uh, medicines you have to buy. Uh, Somebody, again, this is the new retirement site, retire early if you're ready to focus on a financial goal. Retire at 62 if you want to learn new things. Retire early if you've really thought it through. Retire early if you don't need to start collecting Social Security early. Retire early if you are ready to simplify. Retire early, and this is a big one, if you have a plan for health insurance. Because when you retire at 62, you've got three years before you qualify for Medicare unless you qualify for disability. So you're going to need something between your 62 and your 65 in terms of health insurance. And uh, the other one here, retire early if you are debt-free or almost debt-free. Now, that's from the new retirement webpage. And again, you know, I've seen more and more articles crossing my cell phone about the advantages of retiring early. Translation, retiring when you are 62 years uh, of age. And I wonder, part of me wonders, how many of you fantasize about retiring and moving to Belize or moving to Panama or Portugal 
or any one of these countries that consistently comes up as a great place for American expats to retire. I keep reading articles from people who retired to Belize, retired to Panama, retired to the Philippines. And I have to wonder if that is all it is cracked up to be. Because one of the things that comes with, obviously, being older is, what do you know about being older? Well, when you're older, you tend to spend a lot of time at doctor's offices. And if you're in the middle of Panama City, how are you going to know which doctor is a real good doctor and which one was uh, perhaps, well, you can call me doctor, but I don't really have a diploma. Here, hand me that scalpel. 803-0930. Circumcision, you say? I'll give it my best shot. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Those of you who have retired, was it everything you thought it would be, or do you wish that you had stayed working longer? I think a lot of people are curious about this. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So you tell me, what is the best age at which to retire? Those of you who have retired, was it everything you thought? Or be honest, has it been a tremendous letdown? Is retirement not what you thought it would be? How many of you retired and you were bored out of your mind? How many of you retired and about a month after you pulled the pin on the grenade, you think to yourself, wow, that was that was a mistake. I never should have retired. And obviously something else uh, to take into account is the you know, how long can you realistically expect to be alive? How long can you realistically expect to be alive and healthy? And do you really want to work your entire life or do you want some time at the end uh, for yourself? Let's go to Jim in uh, Orchard Park. Jim, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Yeah, Tom. Uh, all I was saying was uh, basically as part of your uh, retirement savings plan, learn that second language, and that will pay dividends if you do plan to go to a place, you know, Latin America or uh, out east. Because it, it, it basically bridges the hurdles that you talked about, like how do you find the right this? How do you figure out the things that are difficult to figure out in places where, one, you don't speak the language, and two, you're just not from? Oh, well, see, one of the things about being as a part of an expat community is there's a ton of people around who speak English. The countries I mentioned, like Belize and Panama, a lot of the people speak absolutely uh, flawless and fluent English. That being said, um, I be- I'm a big believer in the idea that if you move to a country where the major language is Spanish, you should really make an effort to speak Spanish. It's not that hard. Oh, that's what I'm saying. And I've, I've lived in uh, places in Latin America and stuff like that. And I know I've known expats. And yes, there is that community of people. But there's it's, it's basically like going through a middleman versus being able to do it on your own at that point. Um, because the uh, at the end of the line, you're going to be dealing with someone from there probably not speaking English, uh, and that's where that leverage comes into play. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's that's really a great point, and it, it seems to me, though, that uh, may, maybe I'm wrong on this, but you don't even need to learn the language before you move to a place. Once you move to a place and you immerse yourself in the language it and you have to use it every day, it should come pretty fast to you. If you're trying, but what I will say is if you're in those expat communities, it's very easy to not immerse yourself in the language of the area, but rather stick with English because it's easier. So 
if you have the wherewithal to uh, basically immerse yourself truly in the language, yes, I would say for an average person, three to six months, and you'll be conversational enough to get your way around on your own. Yeah, that sounds about right. Three to six months and uh, probably a year, 18 months before you are really, truly fluent in the language. But that, again, depends on how much effort you want to give it and what language you're trying to learn. Obviously, uh, the Indo-European languages are going to be easier than some of the uh, Asian languages. I mean, it would be very tough as an American, to me anyway, to learn Japanese or Mandarin or Cantonese. To me, that would be impossible. Or Arabic, um, Spanish, French, German, those kind of languages portuguese uh, a little bit easier to navigate hungarian is impossible uh, yeah I, I can speak to the uh the romance languages and yes they are easy from the grammatical standpoint um but i would say as far as mandarin uh speaking not that bad reading and writing virtually impossible unless you really dedicate yourself I just don't think I have what it takes, uh, and nor Russian. I don't think I could do Russian either, or any of the Slavic languages. I just don't think I have uh, the basic skills. But uh, very interesting, Jim. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, learning the language before. I mean, I wonder how many people listening to this show um, have been or know expat retirees, people who retired from the United States, and they're living in these communities like Mazatlan in Mexico. Um, there are so many places, if you look up online, best cities for Americans to live during retirement. And there are some places that are on the list uh, habitually. Panama is surprisingly <clears throat> mentioned with some frequency. Belize is mentioned. Portugal is mentioned. Uh, and basically what they do is they consider the climate, they consider the quality of life, they consider how far your dollar is going to go. And one of the advantages to retiring overseas is um, a lot of times what is very middle class living in the United States with your income, you go to another country and you suddenly are wealthy. Yeah. Yes, I'll have a live-in maid, please. Thank you. Uh, eight, and you're not rich. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. A couple of things for your listening pleasure uh, this late on a Friday. First of all, I want you to tell us uh, what you are going to do about retirement. And you know what? You can be in your 20s and your 30s, and I will tell you, you should be thinking about retirement. And I am so glad that in my 20s, I started up. 401k. And granted, when you're in your 20s, you have no clue what life is going to throw at you. You have no idea. But as long as you stay upright and above ground, you're going to want to be putting money into your own future retirement. And and hopefully things will work out well with the market and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's never too soon to start thinking about retirement. And as I said at the beginning of, of starting to talk about this, you know, folks, it seems like just yesterday I was in the basement and I was going over the uh, why you should open up your 401k, even though you're 27 years old stuff. And I thought to myself, well, I mean, I, I guess I should probably save for retirement, and I'm I'm glad I did because I've been a regular contributor since my 20s. I'm glad that I was a regular contributor, and it gives me it gives me a good feeling. Now, as far as the age at which you are going to retire, I've seen an increasing number of articles suggesting that you retire at 62. Um, however, the big issue for a lot of people is, well, wait a minute. If I retire at 62, what am I going to do for health insurance between the time I'm 62 and the time I'm 65? And that's a big concern because 65, you are um, going, you're going to get uh, Medicare. So, um, what are what is your decision when it comes to um, when it comes to retirement? I mean, look, if you hate your job. Seems to me 62 just makes a lot of sense. It gets a little more difficult if you like your job. And I kind of like this. So would it be 62? Probably not. 65? Maybe. Much higher probability. 70? No way. No way. I know that you can increase your Social Security benefit dramatically if you don't take it till 70, but why would that be? <laughs> the reason that is, is because they know you're not going to be alive long enough to collect that much of it. Yeah, sure, they'll give you the moon. Of course, you'll you know probably not be alive to enjoy the moon rise, but that's the way it is. Um, 803-0930 is the phone number. Is there anybody listening to my voice? Uh, who has retired, who regrets it? Is there anybody who has retired and you've gone on to do something else? Is there anybody who has retired who has gone back to school? Maybe you always wanted to be um, an art historian. So you did your time working in the uh, labor pool of the United States. You got out of work and you actually started doing something that you wanted to do. 
it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the first time. But I guess I can't emphasize enough everything that I've read and heard from people who have successfully and happily retired is you're not retiring from something, you are retiring to something. So what is your plan or or what was your plan and how did it actually work out at the uh, at the end of the day? Do you wish you would have stayed working until you were 67 or 70 years old? That that seems a little a little late to me. I'm just saying. Now, for those of us who were born after 1960, we don't receive full Social Security until we are 67. And the benefits can be even greater if you delay taking them until 70. But again, it's a question of, well, how much time do you have? How much time do you realistically have? And is it is it worth working a few extra years if you don't get that long to enjoy your retirement, if that's what you're going to do? I wonder what you guys are deciding to do. Uh, I would be very curious in knowing. I think uh, other people listening would be curious uh, to know exactly what you have done. Is 62 too young to retire? Is 67 too old to retire? And a lot of it depends on what it is you happen to do for uh, for a living. I mean, some places have mandatory retirement ages. Obviously, uh, broadcasting is not one of those situations. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. When are you going to retire, and what are you going to do when you retire? I mean, I've run into a bunch of people, um, ran into one guy who's actually a friend of mine, and his, I think it's his brother. His brother retired, and you know how he spends his time? He spends his time, the retired brother, on a boat. That's all he does. He does not own a home. He owns a very big boat, and all he does is he goes from place to place on his boat. He's like living the life of Jimmy Buffett. Now, that all sounds super romantic and super awesome, Being on a boat all the time, that's got to be tremendous. But think about it. Again, I hate to drag down the party, but as you get older, you run increased risks of just about anything and everything happening. So what do you do? You're in the Gulf of Mexico, in the middle of the Gulf. You're alone. You have a medical situation. Uh Uh-oh, out comes the Coast Guard uh, helicopter to pull you from the boat and take you to medical facilities. As you get older, you do start to think about, hey, what happens in the event of? What happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? And it's something that has to enter into the equation. Like I talked earlier about people who are American expats living in these tropical paradises. Yes, it sounds tremendous. I'm going to wake up every morning with brilliant sunshine and go to sleep at night with the iguanas. Sounds like life in paradise until you need an antibiotic or until a retina detaches. And then I got news for you. With a detached retina, if you don't get that sucker repaired quickly, you're going to lose your vision in that eye. doesn't matter how good the surgeon is. After a certain period of time, you're done if your retina fully detaches. 803 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I've also got one other thing that I want to bring out here that uh, could actually be Monday's show, at least the beginning of Monday's show. I'm not sure in it yet. But you work out at a gym. 
you exercise at a gym. What do people do at the gym that drives you absolutely crazy? And you know what? I hear a lot of women complaining about men at the gym. A lot of women prefer to work out only around other women. They're not looking for a pickup. They're not looking for a hookup. They just want to exercise. And man, do they have things to say about men at gyms. Men have things to say about men at gyms. For example, a million lockers are available. The one guy that's in the gym with you takes the locker right next to yours. That is awkward as anything. And not to mention the older gentleman walking around um, utterly naked and without a care in the world, just bouncing everywhere. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Carl is in uh, Dallas, and you are on. Hello. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, a number of years ago, I didn't think that much about ever retiring, but, uh, you know, since two years ago, having major heart surgery, very much like what you had, and uh, being 66 years old now, and uh, so I was starting to think maybe more I should think about retiring sometime, and uh, less than a month ago, my best friend, David Hun, who I grew up with back in New York when we were kids, we also used to both work at WBEN, he just recently passed on, so now I'm thinking, excuse me, I'm trying to kiss my breath, so many of my friends are kind of disappearing now due to health problems and being deceased. I'm thinking, gosh, if I wasn't working, I would have less friends to hang around with. So at least working, I like what I'm doing. And, you know, the people there are mostly younger than me, so I still have people to talk to while I'm working. So I don't know. I just don't know what I want to do. I'm, I'm really getting close to thinking about retiring, but it's such a major change. I don't know if I could actually – do it. Well, lots of people before you have done it. They've done it successfully. My grandfather retired. He was very, very happy for many years as a retired man. My dad retired, but unfortunately, he didn't retire to anything. He retired from something. And, you know, frankly, uh, after he retired, I did notice a decline in his cognitive skills uh, and his ability to get around. It's almost like having to get up every day and go to work kept him in a healthy or healthier routine than when he was just vegetating uh, around the house. But only only you know when it is time to retire. And obviously, one of the things you have to take into consideration is your family health history. If men in your family die at the age of 70, what are you waiting for? I mean, obviously, your situation may be different, but I'm sorry, there's no escaping genetics. I know. And it uh, turns out, uh, even though I was adopted when I was young and grew up in Williamsville, I do know my birth family now, and it turns out when I inquired, there is a heart issue in my family. So, like you said, that's an important thing to consider. Well, indeed it is. Uh, Thank you very much, Carl. Good luck with whatever decision it is uh, you end up making. Let's go to, uh, it's Carl Day. Here's Carl in Eden. You're on WBEN. Hello, Carl. Hi, how you doing? Wonderfully. Good. I don't think I'll ever retire. I'm a barber in a little town. And uh, I'm 57 years old, and uh, I love what I do. I, it keeps me fresh. It keeps me socialized. I don't see what I don't see myself ever retiring. <laughs> you know. Well, okay. You're 57. As you know, you don't see as well up close as you used to. Is that ever going to be a problem for you? Well, you just take care of it. You know, you can go to the, go 
get get it taken care of. No eyeglasses. I yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go as far as maybe my knees give out someday. I don't know, but it, my mother's 101 years old. She's still she's still moving and shaking, you know. And she keeps moving. You got to keep rolling, you know. Well, uh, yes, I've heard people say "use it or lose it." That's a common expression that people throw out there. Um, I would also imagine, though, being a barber, that you've got shoulder and back issues because of the the body mechanics that you use in order to do your job. I mean, it seems like you guys are always bending over and bending down. That's got to take a toll. Yeah, but you, you keep. I work out every morning. You know, you got to keep yourself in shape. It's like anything else. I, I would guess. Do you, do you exercise in a gym, by the way? No, I, I have a little setup in my basement. I play music out at night. You know, I, I'm I'm busy guy. You know, I think it mentally it helps you keep moving, it keeps you in shape. How do you decide which clients you're going to talk to and which clients just want to be left alone? Oh, you can tell that in really quickly. As, as a matter of fact, within three questions, I can find somebody that we all have in common which keeps you coming back into the barbershop. Because <laughs> when it comes to Uber, I always get the driver who apparently has been in solitary confinement for 10 years who can't shut up. I I'm think, not a bad guy, but I, 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 can read, I can read my clientele pretty pretty good. You know? Excellent. I, I thank you very much. I appreciate that. No, there's times you just don't want to talk. I mean, I, I don't think I'm the only one. There's times I just need to be alone with my thoughts, and I've called you to drive, um, not to be my best friend. I just need to get my thoughts together before showing up at a place. You know, it is uh, not trying to be rude, but it's just uh, we all have our preferences. Let's go to uh, who's next? Brian in Hamburg. Brian, you're on WBEN talking about retirement. It's all it's it's been all guys today. Women apparently do not retire. You're on. Hello. No, they don't. Um, hi, Tom. Uh, I am semi-retired. Um, not by choice which ties into your your last topic, um, which I, I called you last year. My wife was the uh, state trooper that passed away from 9-11 cancer. Yes. And uh, I haven't worked since. Um, I am a certified electrician. I haven't gone back to the union yet. And you know what? I don't think I'm going to. I um I I really don't have no desire to go back. I've been doing side jobs here and there for friends and doing stuff like that which keeps me occupied, but um you know running a house and paying the bills it's it's a full-time job. But financially, I'm going to presume that your your ex your, your deceased wife left you in a pretty good position with uh, benefits and what have you. Yes, everything, whatever. I am getting her full retirement. Yes, right. Is. So you're getting her retirement. Um, you're getting her health benefits. If you remarry, those benefits go away. I presume. That is correct. So uh, yeah, there's not, it's not really a big incentive for you to go back to work, except let me ask you this. Your wife, very very brave lady, down at ground zero right after 9-11, ended up taking her life many years later. What would she want you to do? Would she want you to go back to your life and go back to being an electrician? You know what? Before she she left this this place we live on, she looked at me and she did say, if you don't want to go back to work, 
you don't have to. You will be fine. Um, I know she wants me to be happy, um, but there, it's it's not there. It's just it's not there yet. Well, it it may it may never be. I mean, you went through a you went through a traumatic loss of somebody you loved and somebody you loved who died in the line of duty, even though it was not a sudden traumatic line of duty death. It was a line of duty death. And, um, you know, you, you've, you've just you've been through so much, man. Give yourself give yourself a little bit of time. Give I yourself a little bit of time, but definitely ex- explain to any lady you meet in the future. Look, I can't get married again because I'm losing my health benefits. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm serious. I mean, because that that's a big deal. Well, she was the love of my life, and I highly doubt that I will ever get remarried again. No, she was a very pretty lady and a very brave lady, and I, I hope things turn around for you, man. And I wish you, you the very best, and thank you for your wife's sacrifice. Thank you. I Hey, by the way, I did send you guys challenge coins last year. Did you get them? I, you know what? I don't, not that I recall. Oh, really? Because I sent two to you and two to David, and I I didn't know if you guys got them or not. No, I, I, I don't recall receiving anything like that. But to be honest with you, since the pandemic, getting mail here is like you'd be better off sending a telegram. Oh, they don't send wow. telegrams anymore. You're better off. Um, but th- thank you. Uh, I appreciate the I appreciate the gesture. I appreciate the uh, the kindness, and I wish you uh, the very best. Um yeah, I mean, losing a loved one in the line of duty, and his wife was a state trooper. She was at 9-11 right after it happened and ended up getting sick from all the debris and dying um, not that long ago. And uh, just a, a horrible story. That was the love of his life, man. And there's there's no reason financially why he would need to go back to work. But I'm thinking socially, maybe there would be a reason to go to work. But uh, that's going to be his call. Um, it's his life. I just wish him the very best. Josh Schmidt, I thank you for another fine job. And once again, did, did not... Did today not seem like I just got here and now the show's over? I cannot believe. I don't know what's going on with this show this week, but it's been very fast. Maybe it's these four-day weeks, Tom. Shut up. All right. Hey, uh, guys, have a great weekend. Um, Go Bills! Uh, All the way to enjoying a bye week. And uh, stand by Tom Puckett coming up with Buffalo's Evening News at 6. And next week we do this all over again. Brian Mazurowski, Susan Rose, 5 to 9. Bemaz and Beamer, 9 to 10. David Bellavia, 10 until 2. And then I'm by here to crash everything, 2 to 6. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.